Hello, 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 and how are you today? <laughs> oh my goodness me, you'll have to excuse me today because I have got a frog in my throat and I keep having to clear my throat. Um, I think I might have talked too much yesterday, <laughs> which doesn't surprise anybody that knows me really, because I do talk a lot. Usually a lot of nonsense, but <laughs> I still talk a lot. So, oh, how are we all? Did we do anything exciting yesterday? I did my craft fair and I made some money and I made some new friends. Um, There were lots and lots of people there. I didn't win anything on the raffle. Oh, and my little girl, and I think it, she, I don't know how she did it, but I took a teddy bear with me and a jar of sweets and people had to guess how many sweets were in the jar and the closest one won the teddy bear. Well, the teddy bear came home with me because my little girl won it. She didn't guess exactly, but she was the closest. So, mm, wondering if it was a fix somehow and she knew. <laughs> so we've still got the teddy bear, it's just... Um, in her room now on her bed honestly I was expecting to get rid of it <laughs> um, anyhow did you do anything exciting did you go anywhere go outside was it sunny it was lovely and sunny here um, and it is today as well so I'm going to get some washing done and hung up on the line outside but first of all not only do I have to read a story, but I have to read a message. And it's from a lady who lives in the United States of America. Now, she um, has a little boy called Stevie. And I think, they, yes, Texas they come from. I don't know whether any of you know that, but... It always reminds me of cowboys. I don't know why. But anyway, um, they live in Texas, which is in the United States of America. And she has a little boy called Stevie who has made some requests. Not just one request, some, <laughs> which I'm going to uh, hopefully be able to sort them all out. First of all, she says thank you for the stories because Stevie really enjoys listening to them. And, which is, this is so lovely. He has nightmares. That's not lovely. That's not the lovely part. But he has nightmares, which is not very good at all. My little girl has nightmares and it's so scary waking up in the dark and, you know, being scared. But my little girl counteracts that because she has about 20 night lights on um which makes it look like brighter than day so um but i know that some people don't like night lights or um don't use them <clears throat> see i told you a frog in my throat so um the mum has now found um not a cure for the nightmares because he still wakes up with the nightmares but a remedy and she puts on my stories for him um, and he listens to them until he goes to sleep. And and he, fi he finds that 
quite soothing and you know he's able to go back to sleep and I think that is lovely so he's listening to my stories in the middle of the night to make himself go back to sleep after a nightmare well Stevie I hope that you soon stop having nightmares I really do but it is nice to know that I'm useful for something <laughs> excuse me anyway um, he has asked if we can read the next chapter of The Enchanted Wood. So that's what we're reading today. But first of all, he said, have we got any fun facts about caterpillars or butterflies? Because he loves them. So I found one ooh, about caterpillars. So this is your fun fact of the day, Stevie. And it is that caterpillars have 12 eyes. Seriously? 12 eyes? Why do they need 12 eyes? <clears throat> and they're only tiny. Where are they all? Hmm, I'm going to have to Google this one and find out exactly where these 12 eyes are. I don't think I'd like 12. You'd be able to see all around you. Oh, it might be easy to see the back of you <clears throat> make sure nobody's coming up from behind you but i can't see why you'd need all around you <laughs> you just move your head maybe they can't move the head maybe that's why but anyway i found that very interesting and i hope you did too stevie but i hope everybody else did as well so if anybody else wants any fun facts about something then let me know and I'll see if I can find something interesting about that particular thing. So, um, today's story, um, he asked if we could read the next chapter of The Enchanted Wood. So that is what we are doing. Um, and it is chapter 26. How have we got on to chapter 26 already? So, it's called The Army of Red Goblins. Oh, that doesn't sound very good, does it? But if you're settled comfortably, then I will begin. One day, Mother said that since she had to be out for the whole day, she would prefer if the children asked the old saucepan man to come and stay with them, and they were allowed to bring any other two friends that they had made <clears throat> good said joe we'll ask moonface and silky beth wrote a note and gave it to the little white goat to take to moonface the white goat was a wonderful creature it gave the most delicious milk it ran errands and if any of the hens got out it found them and brought them back it was most useful the goat took the note in its mouth and ran off to the enchanted wood. It came to the faraway tree and bleated to the red squirrel, who peeped out from his hole low down in the trunk. The squirrel took the note and bounded up to Moonface with it. Moonface was delighted and shouted down to Silky, who came up and read it. Oh, we'll ask the old saucepan man as soon as Mr. What's-His-Name is asleep, said Moonface. The children haven't asked What's-His-Name, so Saucepan will have to creep down the tree with us without telling him. 
they sent a note back by the little goat saying that they would arrive at three o'clock that afternoon. The children were excited. Their mother was preparing to leave and the children began to make the cottage look pretty with jars of flowers. Beth baked some chocolate cakes. Franny made some toffee and Joe made up some sandwiches. Oh, we'll have a wonderful time, he said. I hope the saucepan man won't be too deaf this afternoon. By three o'clock, everything was ready. The children were neat and clean. The table looked fine with its sandwiches, cakes and toffee. Beth went to the gate to look for their visitors. She couldn't see them coming down the lane. They are late, she called to the others. I expect the saucepan man has got tangled up with his saucepans or something. Half past three came. No visitors. The children were rather disappointed. Perhaps Moonface read my letter wrongly and thought it was four o'clock, said Beth. But when four o'clock came and still no Moonface, no Silky and no saucepan had arrived, they got really worried. Oh, I do hope nothing has happened, said Beth, feeling upset. There's all our nice food and nobody to eat it. Well, we'll wait a bit longer and then we'll eat our share, said Joe. So when five o'clock came and nobody had arrived, the children sadly ate half of the food themselves. Something's happened, said Joe gloomily. Oh dear, what do you think it is, said Beth alarmed. Could we go and see? No, said Joe. Not now, anyway. Mother will be back soon. We'd better go tonight. The rope is let down the tree then for us to pull ourselves up and it won't take long to climb up. We really must find out what's wrong, said Beth, clearing the plates away. We'll take their share of the food with us. So that night, when it was quite dark, the three children slipped out of bed, dressed and crept out of the back door. They took a lantern that Joe had found, for there was no moon that night. Joe swung it in front of him and they could see where to walk. Down the dark lane they went, over the ditch and into the enchanted woods. The trees were whispering very loudly together tonight. Wisher, 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 they said. Oh, how I wish I knew what they were saying, said Franny. Come on, said Joe. We'd better not be too long, Franny. We want to be back by daylight. They made their way through the dark rope wood. As there was no moon, there was no fairy folk about at all that night. The children soon came to the faraway tree and looked for the rope. But there was no rope at all this time and they had to begin to climb up as usual, holding onto the boughs and branches carefully, for it was very difficult to see. Before they had got further than two branches up, a strange thing happened. Someone caught hold of Joe's shoulder and pushed him roughly down. <gasps> Joe fell, caught hold of the lowest branch and just saved himself in time. Who did that? he cried angrily. He undid his lantern from his belt where he had put it whilst climbing. 
and flashed it up the tree, calling to Beth and Franny to go no further. And standing, grinning, in the lower branches of the tree were four red goblins with pointed ears, wide mouths and wicked little eyes. No one is allowed to come up the tree now, said one of the goblins, and no one is allowed to come down either. <clears throat> but why not? asked Joe, astonished. Because it's our tree now. Your tree? What nonsense, said Joe. We've come to see our friends who live in the tree. Let us pass. No, said the goblins, and they grinned widely. You can't come up. It's no good, said a tiny voice beside Joe. The goblins have taken everyone prisoner in the tree. If you go up, they'll only push you down or take you prisoners too. Joe flashed his lantern downwards and the children saw that it was the little red squirrel speaking, the one who looked after the cushions for Moonface. Hello, said Joe. Oh, do tell us what's happened. I can't understand it. Oh, it's easy enough to understand, said the squirrel. The land of the red goblins came to the top of the faraway tree. The goblins found a hole that leads down through the clouds and poured down it. They took everyone prisoner. Moonface and everyone else are locked up in their houses in the tree trunk. I can tell you Mr. What's-His-Name and the angry pixie have nearly battered their doors down in rage. But why have the goblins locked them up? asked Beth in surprise. Well, they want some magic spells that the tree dwellers know, said the squirrel. They're going to keep them all locked up until they tell the spells. Isn't it dreadful? Oh dear, said Franny. Whatever can we do to help them? Well, I don't know, said the squirrel sadly. If only you could get up to them, you might be able to make some plan. But the goblins won't let anyone up the tree. Wisha, 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 whispered the trees loudly. You know, I can't help feeling that the trees want to tell us something tonight, said Beth suddenly. I always feel that they are whispering secrets to one another, but tonight I feel that they want to tell them to us. I shouldn't be surprised, said the squirrel. The faraway tree is king of the wood, and now that trouble has come to it, all the other trees are angry. Perhaps they want to help us. Wisha, 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 said the trees loudly. <gasps> Put your arms around a tree trunk and press your left ear to the tree, said the squirrel suddenly. I've heard it said that that's the only way to hear a tree's words. <clears throat> Each of the children found a small tree. They put their arms around the trunks and pressed their left ears to the trees. And then they could hear quite clearly what the trees were whispering. Help the faraway tree dwellers, the leaves whispered. Help them. But how can we? whispered back the children eagerly. Tell us. Go up the slippery slip, said the trees in their leafy voices. Go through the trapdoor and up the slippery slip. 
Oh, cried the children all at once. Of course. Why ever didn't we think of it ourselves? Shh, said the squirrel in alarm. Don't let the goblins hear you. What did the trees say? They said we were to go through the trapdoor and up the slippery slip, said Moon. Uh, said Joe, sorry, in a low voice. We can get right up to Moonfaces then. It's a wonderful idea. Come on then, said Beth. And the three of them ran to the faraway tree, felt about for the little trapdoor. Oh, another adventure. Wow. Do you think they'll be able to get up the slippery slip? Because normally you fly down it, don't you? You don't normally crawl up it. It might be a very, very difficult thing to do. It's like climbing up a slide. Have you ever tried doing that? For some unknown reason, my youngest always goes up the slide like that. He never, ever walks up slide the ladder to the slide. He always walks up it. Um, one of these days, somebody's going to be coming down the slide and knock him flying. But up until now, he's been safe. <laughs> anyway, do you think they will be able to rescue them? I really hope they will. And I also hope, against hope, all hope, that this story help Stevie to sleep tonight with no nightmares at all. So, I am, what am I doing today? Um, am I doing anything exciting? No. My little boy, on the other hand, is going out with his friend and he's been invited. His friend apparently rides little motorbikes little dirt bikes they're called and his friend has invited him to go with him and I wasn't going to let him go at first because I was like oh my god no you're not going to ride motorbikes you're six <laughs> but um apparently it's it's safe as long as he's got all the padding and the helmet and all the rest of it so, I am going to watch to make sure that it's done safely. Um, and I'm sure he'll have the most wonderful time. Uh, but any, I'm, oh, I hate motorbikes, so <laughs> it's not, they're not my favourite things. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, hopefully all will be okay. Um, and then when, once we've finished, we're going to, go to the park and let the other two run around <laughs> not on motorbikes though just on push bikes i think um apart from that i haven't really got anything planned so have you got anything planned have you woken up this morning and thought i'm going on an adventure today i want to do something exciting or have you just woken up and thought, oh, do you know what? I'm just going to stay indoors and relax. To be honest, that's what I like. <laughs> just waking up and thinking, I just want to relax. So 
whatever you're doing, you make sure that you enjoy doing it and you make sure that you take care doing it. Most of all, make make sure that you stay safe while you're doing it. Okay, so have a lovely, lovely Sunday and I'll see you all again tomorrow. So don't forget, if you want to say hi, if you want to send me any kind of message, request a story, tell me it's your birthday or um, ask for a fun, interesting fact about something in particular, then send me a message. Okay? Or if you want to send me a fun fact that you know, do that as well. You can send me messages about absolutely anything because I just love hearing from you all. So I'm going to go now and I will see you all again tomorrow. Bye for now.